the man that you fear most in football staring you right in the face? Pitch to Walter, looking for the record, cuts back, he's got it! Historians may debate whether Chicago's defense was the best unit ever to play the game. Go Bears! Welcome to the ESPN Chicago pregame show on the ESPN Chicago app, 100.3 HD2 and ESPN 1000. Here are your hosts, Jeff Miller and Dion Miller. Now I think we can officially say, Dion Miller, that the Bears season is beginning today. We have Justin Fields making his first NFL start at Cleveland, the Browns. I think Bears fans are now, if, you, if there was any hesitation, you can finally get on board and say the 2021 NFL season has begun. Can I say I called it? I called it. Okay, week three at Cleveland. I have been saying that since the schedule came out. And here we are. Interesting. You jump right into it because I was going to ask the (laughs) listeners the question. Again, 312-332-3776 if you want to participate. Your opportunity. This is your pregame show. The fans, give us a call. 312-332-3776. We're here for you. I was going to ask you, do we give you full credit? Uh Because you made the case last week that Justin Fields was going to make his first start against Cleveland. Yes, I did. And I'm willing to, you obviously... Pre-injury. Pre-injury to Andy Dalton. I said that. Yes. Now, that's why I think we have to ask, do you get full credit or just partial credit? Because you were correct. But do you in your heart believe that Justin (laughs) Fields would be starting today had Andy Dalton not injured himself last week? Well, he did look very good before he got injured. Okay, so I'll give myself at least 85%. 85% correct. But I'll take it. And I'm having a ton of mixed emotions because, you guys, I grew up a Browns fan. I'm a diehard Browns fan. I have been um, uh, my whole life just admitting it, though, in the last couple of years because it's never really been cool (laughs) since, like, 1986. So it is now cool to be a Browns fan. And I am, but I'm having so many mixed emotions because I want to see Justin Fields do incredibly well. I want him to, I, I want him to look like he is on that trajectory that they swear he is. I think he's been ready for his first NFL start since he arrived. But but it's far different to look like a franchise quarterback, right? So so let's let's see what he can do, but I'm excited. I woke up excited to see what this is going to look like. I think every Bears fan woke up excited just like you now. I don't like the fact that you're having mixed emotions admitting <laughs> that you're a bit of a traitor here, so <laughs> Anyone who wants to talk trash to Dion today, feel free to. You're, I can you're welcome. It. I can handle it. She's admitting that um, she was a closet Browns fan when it was uncool, but now that everybody now seems cool. to be, you know, a fan of Nick Chubb and Odell Beckham and Miles Garrett, she's on. She's uh, on the bandwagon here. And Baker Mayfield. And well, right. I thought he was you, like you, Johnny you Manziel ride, again, but no, he's you can not. ride with Baker. I'm not convinced just yet, but he's. I'm, I'm in. He's a competent quarterback. I'll give him that. I think he's he's finally accepted the fact that. Yeah, I do. I live in Cleveland. I think that's been his thing. So now he's there. He, yeah, he uh, he can rely on the Kevin Stefanski, the Cleveland Browns head coach. I think has certainly unlocked his potential right now. And you know, he doesn't have to do everything. He doesn't have to win the game by himself. And that's what the Browns defense is going to have to be up against today. 
is the truth is the focus has to be on Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt uh-huh. because with the depleted receiving core with Jarvis Landry injured today, Odell Beckham going to return, but yeah, it's his it's first, first game yeah. since the ACL injury last year. So the Bears defense, it's gonna the focus is going to be on stopping the run because that's how they're going to offensively try and take advantage of the Bears defense. Can they do that? I mean, they haven't had Eddie Goldman at all, so I'm not worried about that particular thing. But Akeem Hicks didn't participate in practice this week until Friday, Mm -hmm. which was virtually a walkthrough. He was battling some sort of illness. So I'm interested to see how the defense picks up where they left off a week ago. It was incredibly impressive what they were able to do against Cincinnati, the only reason they won the game. So I want to see how they're able to hopefully stop the run and get things going. But it's interesting what you said about Stefanski and how he's been able to set Baker Mayfield up for success. Can Matt Nagy do the same thing with Justin Fields after a full week of first team reps, which is what they have wanted? Mm-hmm. Um, though it was though they stumbled into Monday, they I think recovered by Wednesday and and have had the whole week to prepare him for this moment. And we'll have uh, plenty of conversation about Matt Nagy and how he will handle his young quarterback. But again, your opportunity to go ahead and tell us what you think about today's Bears-Browns matchup, Justin Fields' debut. Of course, we saw him, but his first NFL start. And how excited are you? How ready are how ready are you for this? Bear fan Bob is on the road. He wants to chime in on the ESPN Chicago pregame show. Hey, Bear fan Bob, you're on with Meller and Dion Miller. Good morning. Good morning. Anyways, I was I was thinking about this game, and this game relies on a couple of things. Number one, Coach Nagy needs to stop being a legend in his own mind. If he scripts these plays, that will enhance the offense and play to Justin Fields' strengths and the off, strengths of the offense. The Bears actually have a chance to win this game. If he doesn't do that and calls games like he's been doing it in the past, you're going to see nothing more but Mitchell Trubisky 2.0, which is what Bear fans do not want to see. We want to see progression and growth. We can take a few mistakes. I figured, you know, Justin Fields is going to go out there and throw a pick. I mean, we get it. He's a rookie. He's going to play like a rookie, and Bears fans do expect it. I also think the defense will be up to the challenge. You know, I don't see any big issues with Chubb and their defense. Uh, you know, should, should be able maybe even to get a pick out of Beckham. I, I think that will be okay, you know, if they show up to play, and I think they will. I think this is going to be a really close game, and I look forward to uh, uh, the new quarterback having a great day. Guys, those are my thoughts, and have a wonderful day. You too. Thank you, Bob, for the call. 312-332-3776 if you'd like to weigh in as well. Your thoughts on what Bob brought up there. Uh, correct. Matt Nagy needs to get over being a legend in his own mind. I think that that whole offensive genius, I'm not sure we've seen that. And I agree with Bear Fan Bob that we need to see a game plan tailored to Justin Fields. Please tell me they have not waited until the last few days to put together some sort of grand, glorious scheme for him that will accentuate what he does well. I hope from the moment they drafted him, Matt Nagy should have been salivating Mm. with what he could do offensively with this guy. It's so different than Andy Dalton. It better look starkly different than what we've seen in the game plan the first two weeks. And I I hope that Nagy doesn't overthink it and try to get too cute. Just do what he does well. Run the ball. Let him run the ball. Let There will be a number of scripted plays, yes. But just Justin Fields has shown us that he can ad-lib well and he can make things happen. So let's let that unfold and, and see what it all looks like. That So I hope that that is the way Nagy is approaching it. That, that question came up to Matt Nagy earlier this week. He was asked, 
can you be more creative with someone like Justin Fields under center as a play caller? And this was his response. Yeah, to that I would say yeah in the fact that when Ryan and I started this process, you start looking at the quarterbacks that are in this draft and you start evaluating their strengths and weaknesses. And when, when you see I, – I can go back to where Coach Day at Ohio State when we talked about uh, the comment that he made to me about generational talent. When you, when you put a person or a quarterback that can throw the ball like he can but can run like he can and has the, the, you know, the, the, the ability to process and the want and the fire, the competitiveness, all that together, that's why you go get them. And so now when we were able to get them, now you know, okay, when it is his time, there's going to be a lot of good stuff that, that we can do with this offense. But that does take a little bit of time. You know, and you see that as you go, there's little things that we're, we're learning too. Like this week with him getting all the reps in practice, there's things that we're seeing that maybe we didn't see in the first two weeks because he wasn't getting those one reps. And that part is good. That's healthy because now as long as we take that to him and say, hey, listen, when you do this, this or that, um, this is what you got to get a little bit better at. This is what you're doing well. Right. Let's go back and watch the tape and see why you were a little bit late on this throw. And for him, all he's doing is just these building blocks of a foundation of how he's getting better. That's the beauty of him having these great reps in practice, you know, which is what he wasn't getting. But now he has an opportunity to do it, so we got to take advantage of it. All right, so no excuses. He has the reps this week, the opportunity, and they're certainly going to be – at least they, they, they talk a good game, right? They say oh. – turn your mic on, Dion. They say all the right things he has all along. I just I wanted him to be to show a li- I wanted Nagy to show a little bit more excitement about what they are able to do or or seem like he has been waiting for this moment to open up a playbook that we've not seen yet and I didn't hear that in his voice I, he does say all the right things he uh, Justin Fields will be prepared I think we've seen that all along and and all week everybody said what's impressed them the most about him is his poise his poise he's very poised did we mention he's poised I mean like that's what they kept repeating over and over again so this moment is not too big for him and and I think there is there is something to be said about starting on the road in Ohio where he is a familiar face and and I think he's gonna have I I feel like everybody had a little bit of extra energy heading into this game knowing he's gonna be starting oh yeah I would think the entire offense is excited and the opportunity just to go out there now and let the young kids show what he's capable of is something that everybody is excited about on that offense. And, you know, we haven't mentioned it yet, but the drop by Allen Robinson, you would, you have to imagine that that's going to light a fire under him. Oh, yes. I mean, that was a, it was his fault, right? But you, you take away, he was, Fields was so close to making that second half we saw from him last week, like a really impressive mm, yeah. stuff, right? So he was he was right there. So I think, and he's the kind of player that seems like he watches the tape and he can immediately know that he can make those adjustments. And it was interesting to hear Marquise Goodwin this week. We asked him, like, what gives you confidence? He said, we see him make these plays in practice. We yeah. know what he can do. And that's that's different from what we've heard when, even from Dalton, even from when, you know, Trubisky was here, there was never that kind, that level of confidence in a quarterback like this. And I think Bears fans all believe that the possibilities are endless now yeah. with Justin Fields. He may be, you know, aside from Jay Cutler, the most talented player who they've ever had at the quarterback position and so now the debut it starts today this may be the start of you know a decade plus of great quarterback play for the bears can you imagine no i know i can't either i I cannot (laughs) imagine it it was like wait really (laughs) but the possibility now is there to be very excited about what the bears have at quarterback it's not going to be perfect there will be some growing pains 
no doubt. But you know the what he can do on the football field it's tantalizing. So three one two three three two three seven seven six Bears fans, what are your expectations for Justin Fields? Just how excited are you about him making his debut today in Cleveland? Dennis is in Downers Grove. He has some concerns though. Hey Dennis, what's up? Good morning. Thanks for taking my call. I just wanted to comment that. Um, You know, this offensive line, you know, yeah, they're doing okay. But when you don't have a good offensive line, and they do not, you're going to have about seven or eight games in the season that they're going to really break down. And I hate to say it, but I'd have to say this is one of those games. You know, um, it's just that look at how Tampa won the Super Bowl. They won because of the line play. You know, what I'm saying is they're going to be overmatched, this offensive line, and that's what I think the problem is going to be. So thanks for taking my call. Our pleasure, Dennis. Thanks, Dennis. I, I, here's what I'll say. Going into the season, the offensive line was a huge point and issue, a huge concern, I think, for everybody around Hallis Hall. And they've not been as bad through the first two games as I anticipated them to be. Yeah, I'm with you. The fact that Jason Peters was more than competent last week yeah. was very encouraging. It was. We talked, you know, in the first pregame show before the Rams game, we were concerned. And what happened in the first game did not quell our fears at all. No, right. And But what we saw last week was very encouraging. So uh, I, I'm at least not necessarily ready to write the offensive line off completely. Certainly, it's a tougher test. Miles uh, Garrett yes. is one of the best pass rushers in the league. Correct. Jadavian Clowney on the other side, I think this is actually a perfect fit for him, being the complementary pass rusher. So what the Browns have on their defensive line can be problematic for the Bears, but it's just another opportunity for Justin Fields to show what he has skill set-wise. Yes. He can escape and elude pass rushers unlike anything the Bears have ever had. And so even if Miles Garrett does bring a lot of pressure today, Justin Fields will have the opportunities to go ahead and break the pocket and create big splash plays, and that's what this offense has sorely been lacking. Oh, more explosive plays, please. He has the ability to do it. I loved his energy last week. He's he's always got this big smile on his face. He's always when he when he converted that third and nine and he got it was like it was just such a moment of he belongs here. And he feels it. You feel it when you watch him play. And now I want to see more of it. Now I want to see that next step happen today. She's Dion Miller of ABC7. I'm Jeff Meller. We're here every Sunday, or I guess uh, before every Bears game for two hours. Today, a little early off because White Sox, your AL Central champion yes. White Sox, have a 12-10 start today, so pregame begins at 11.30. So we're off early. So if you'd like to participate, 312-332-3776, the voice of the fan here, your chance to tell us what you think and your expectations from Justin Fields today. And he actually uh, spoke with the media on Wednesday. We'll let yes. you hear what the Bears starting quarterback had to say next. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Facebook at ESPN Chicago. You're listening to the ESPN Chicago pregame show on ESPN 1000 and 100.3 HD2. Here are your hosts, Jeff Miller and ABC7's Dion Miller. set for Bears and Browns today as the Chicago Bears visit First Energy Stadium in Cleveland. I'm Jeff Meller alongside Dion Miller. ESPN Chicago pregame show is brought to you by 3Chi and Valparaiso University. Dion, 
Justin Fields makes his debut today, and um, I think I'm ready. You know, um, you know, of course, uh, I've been preparing for this moment a long time, so. Uh, my mindset doesn't change. I'm still going to, you know, play like football and just prepare um, the best I can, like I said before, and just, you know, uh, get a lot of practice reps in and just uh, study, 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 and, you know, just, just get more comfortable and more confident with the plays and, and stuff like that. He's ready, and he said more confident. You can hear the confidence in his voice. Uh, you could hear it from the moment he arrived. Mm-hmm. He has been – I loved when he was introduced and said, I feel like I was made for this. And you just continue to see that progression with him, that he is he is confident but not cocky, right? He's He knows what he can do, and if he misses a play, he'll still be smiling because he knows what to do to fix it. He's just got it at, at a talent level that we've not seen around here in a very long time, and he has reason to be confident. And to see his teammates being confident in him, too, I think that has been huge, a huge endorsement for his preparation and, and the way that he heads into this. I have no doubts that Justin Fields has the talent to be a great quarterback in this league. The thing about the NFL, sometimes people believe, or I think fans will watch and say, okay, a player's a, if a player, if his career doesn't work out the way they hope, they in, immediately think that, you know, it's on the players a bust. But a lot of it has to do with the situation and the mm-hmm. development, right? Mm-hmm. And that is my concern as a Bears watcher, a fan of this team, is, is Matt Nagy and... Ryan Pace, are they the right people to develop Justin Fields? Today, I, I, you know, I don't know how it's going to go. I don't expect it to be perfect. I think it is a tougher matchup, one of the tougher ones that they could have in the league. But, yeah. but I am thoroughly convinced that Justin Fields has all the assets you need. And listening to him speak, the difference between just hearing him talk and Mitch Trubisky, oh I my gosh, so much confidence. And it, again, it's about your plan, the field. But I do think. Mitch Trubisky was always trying to tell people what he thought was the right thing to say. Yeah. It was never about what he actually believed. When you hear Justin Fields talk, there's just a confidence in the way he approaches the game that, it, listen, it may not be the answer you want to hear, but this is what I believe and this is what I'm going to say. Whenever Mitch Trubisky stepped to the podium, I always felt like it was, okay, what do they want me to say? This is what I'm supposed This is what a starting quarterback in the league is supposed to say. Right. And that's why he ended up getting himself into trouble because half the time I don't believe – he believed he, what he was saying. No, Well, no, but he didn't have the experience that Justin Fields has. Like, Justin Fields has played big-time football on big-time stages. Mm-hmm. He's, he's done it. Mitch Trubisky came in from UNC with 13 stars. Like, he didn't have that, that experience to say, I know that I've done this before. I've been in these situations before, and I know how to, how to deal with them at a personal level. And, and even this week talking to him, when Fields would say, you know, like, I, this, where does this confidence come from? He's like, look, I, I realized a long time ago that if I just go for it, if mistakes happen, that's okay. I, I, I will later regret not just diving in and going for it and, and knowing that I can do it. And, and it's just, it's brought a calmness around him that is so evident every time he's on the field. It's, it's fun to watch, and I, I'm anxious to see how this is developed. I am also concerned, equally concerned, about how Matt Nagy deals with him. And if, I think... When you hear Bill Lazor, you know that Bill knows what he's seeing. Bill Bill has seen a guy come in who's ready for this. And I think that he's he's just Lazor's just kind of following along with what Nagy has this this development plan, right? And I, I'm I'm anxious to see how Nagy can adjust to what Justin Fields is doing and how he attacks this game and is ready for this moment. Um, that Bill Lazor? Yeah. That's the Bill Lazor that you're confident in? I am. No, I am. Okay. I like I like me some Bill Lazor. I think um, he 
<laughs> I don't lo- love that particular expression, but he knows he knows what he sees. Mm-hmm. I mean, we talked about it week one. It's like, what are you seeing from Justin Fields? He's like, look, I, I, this is what I've seen since he came in here. This is a guy that if it had been an open competition, he would have won the job. Yeah. No, <laughs> you're, you're right about um, that. It was, um, I hated that. That was, I hate that. And that oh, one came from, gross. if people forget, what was, that was, um, was it last December when, you know, they were asked about back and forth between Foles and, and Trubisky and, you know, he was calling plays and he, oh, right. he didn't, yeah, that he, was he, it. it was like a five second pause with a um. followed after that. <laughs> and then it was clear that he didn't want to answer a question because at that point it was still Matt Nagy who was in control of everything. Right. Like, and, and I, I, a, a quick aside here because I brought us down this road, I'm, Anybody who gets upset about Matt Nagy calling plays and wanting him to give over the play calling duties to Bill Lazor, I think that's a futile. Don't even chase that. No, Matt don't. Nagy is going to be the play caller yeah. whether they publicly announce it or they don't. He, it's his fingerprints are all over this offense, and it probably should be because if he's going to, if he's gonna, if he's gonna pass or fail, it has to be on his own offensive tendencies. He. It can't be reliant on Bill Lazor fixing what he does offensively. The truth no. is, I don't think anything changes when he, quote, gives up the play no, call. I don't either. It, and I don't think he really does it. I don't think he I really mean, does either. I, I don't think he can. I think it's part of his MO that he's like, that's his control. That's his, I want to make, I, I know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I am going to make this happen. Well, and because he's basically ceded the defense to, you know, his defensive coordinators yes. every turn. So it has to be, if they're go- if he's going to be a success, it has to be based on his offensive play calling and what he does offensively with Justin Fields. More from Justin Fields this week. He was asked about his uh, effort mindset. I think my mindset, you know, has been like, whatever's going to happen is, is, is going to happen. So there's no reason for you to be nervous about it. And, you know, if it doesn't go your way, it doesn't go your way. But, you know, in the past where I was nervous and it didn't go my way, I look back on the situation I wish I would have just said you know F it and just went out there and you know throw, throw every ball the, the, the way I should have and, and stuff like that rather than you know second guess myself was there a moment where it sort of flipped for you uh, yeah, I, w- I would say probably my junior high school is when I kind of uh, like finally got confidence in myself and stuff like that so um, I think that's where it kind of just the whole story changed there you go. He could pinpoint when it happened. Yeah, um, and his life will be exponentially better having pinpointed that at 17 yes. as opposed to older in his life to know that I, I can't control what I don't know, mm-hmm. right? The unknown. We just talked about this off the air. You can't control the unknown. So just go for it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have to operate in the now. And right now is this opportunity for him to show that he belongs in the NFL, to be on a stage that he deserves to be on against a very good team, a very good defense, and and to show what he can do and to take this next step. It, it, his first start had to come. Here it is. So it's going to start. It's going to be what it is. He He's going to go for it, and, and then we'll move on from there. Yeah, to your point, we were talking about it off the air. The sooner you make peace with not being able to predict the future and accepting that and not worrying about things that don't go your way because you couldn't predict the future, the happier you will be in your mindset when you're making decisions. And, you know, that leads to confidence in other areas. And Mm -hmm. when you're confident, you just play better. So I'm very excited about what's at stake today. It is now we can also discuss, Dion, the idea that Matt Nagy is continuing to harp on, and that is the fact that if healthy, Andy Dalton is indeed the starter. When when Andy is is healthy, he's our starter. And then I I go back to for Justin. Justin's worrying about right now. 
and Justin's worried about trying to help us beat Cleveland. Uh, I've talked about it this entire time that we're not going to get into that what if game. We do want to see who's, you know, like when Justin's out here uh, and what he's been doing in practice as a look team, trying to be the best quarterback he can be. That's all we want right now. That's all Andy and Justin want is to be the best they can be. And then um, when that time comes, and it's just there's a lot of stuff that can happen between now and then. So it's. I don't really want to go there other than just saying that when Andy is healthy, he's our starter. You gave me an oh God. I, I mean, what? What? I, I'm, I'm still at a loss a little bit as to why they – I understand they needed a quality quarterback. I understand. But why – even where they were – even at 20, they had an opportunity to draft a quarterback. So why rush ahead and, and sign Andy Dalton and then put yourselves in this position where now – I. I think you're protesting too much. Mm-hmm. Like you're making it too obvious. It from what happened on Monday when he comes out and he stumbled through. We're not going to name our starter. Then coming out on Wednesday and naming the starter, and then still insisting that Andy Dalton is gonna is gonna get this job back. I'm telling you, you see Justin Fields succeed in any way today that gives them that takes the next step. There's there's no way I'm Andy Dalton's a great guy. He's going to be awesome in that room. But oh oh my goodness, they're never going to why waste resources on him? That's a, that's a totally wrong yeah. direction to go. I want as Bears fans, I would think you want all the resources poured into Justin Fields, not wasting time with Andy Dalton for one season. That makes zero sense. Yeah, maybe it happened a little quicker than they wanted it to with the injury, but at this point, there's no turning back. As long as right. Justin Fields is somewhat productive on the field, he should not leave the field. Right. It should be, it should be. He's the starting quarterback at this point. I will say, I understand Matt Nagy saying this. There's, it's. It's a, a no-lose situation to go ahead and tell you today or whatever it was, Wednesday, Thursday, that Andy Dalton went healthy as the starter because once Andy Dalton actually is healthy and Justin Fields has started a few games, we'll know. We'll know. They'll be, it'll be easy to say, you know what? Justin Fields has proved to us that he's ready and yes. moving forward. And so for Matt Nagy, it's easy to say today or whatever it was the other day that Andy Dalton's the starter as long as he's healthy because you can quickly pivot from that when he actually is indeed healthy, if Justin Fields has proved to you that he's at all capable of playing, which I think we all believe he, he will yes, show that he's today. already shown that. He has already shown that. We'll ask Jeff Dickerson what he thinks about what transpired this week at Hallis Hall and his feelings on Justin Fields making his debut today with the Chicago Bears against Cleveland. I say debut, I guess his first NFL start yes. because he has seen some of the field, but... Justin Fields, under center for the Bears. Uh, how excited are you? Give us a call, 312-332-3776. We check in with Jeff Dickerson in Cleveland next. You're listening to the ESPN Chicago pregame show. Follow Chicago's home for sports on Twitter at ESPN1000. to you. Justin Fields makes his first NFL start for the Bears today as they take on the Cleveland Browns at First Energy Stadium. And it is our opportunity. I'm Jeff Meller along with Dion Miller, your ESPN Chicago pregame show brought to you, of course, by 3Chi and Valparaiso University. Our chance to chat with Jeff Dickerson, who is live in Cleveland today. JD, I know you, it's your second favorite city after Chicago, right? Is spending time in Cleveland. How is it out there today, my friend? Well, like Joakim Noah said, oh wait, no, he didn't say something nice about the city. No, it's a beautiful day. 
uh, crisp weather. Um, just a beautiful day. Lots of Bears fans, you could tell, made the trip. Uh, a lot of them went to the Sox-Indians game last night to do the old double dip. But um, that's a beautiful day for football, no doubt about it. So initial thoughts and expectations as Justin Fields makes his first career start today. So my, my initial belief is there's going to be some really good plays, and there'll be some plays where you'll say, well, He's just not quite where he needs to be just yet. But I think what the Bears want to do is really try to accentuate the strengths, which is running the football, moving the pocket, the RPO game, and maybe taking some deep shots down the field. Uh, you know, watching Justin Fields warm up this morning, you know, looks the same as he's, as he's looked since he got to Chicago. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that arm strength. He can get the ball down the field in a hurry on a line. And so I think they're going to try to do that. But, but again, I, I think everyone has to kind of, temper expectations a little bit. This is a very young player making his first regular season start. He's played, which I think helps him, the fact that he's actually played in the first two games, a lot in the second game against the best last week. So I would say there'll be some definitely some good, but it wouldn't surprise me if there are some some bumpy moments that he's going to eventually have to learn how to how to calm down. How different do you think this game plan's going to look? You know, Deion, I, I think it'll look a little different. I mean, I think it would be a mistake not to do the things that Justin Fields feels really good about doing. And I think the Bears know that. I think Matt Nagy knows that. And I think they will do their best not to, you know, Dion, they're not going to radically overhaul everything. You know that. Right. I mean, they're still going to stick to their core beliefs. And I say that looking around, making sure there's no one around here. I mean, what <laughs> the core beliefs has been pretty mediocre uh, the last couple of years on offense. But I think they want to stick with that somewhat. But no, I think it'll be different, and I think it should play to his strengths. If not, um, they're making a big mistake, and they're not putting him in the best position to succeed, unfortunately, if, if they choose to go the route where they don't tailor certain things to, to really kind of fit what Justin Fields does well. The inactives have just been made official by the Bears. Andy Dalton, yep. of course, is out. Brashad Perriman not going to dress today. Artie Burns, Tayshawn Gibson Jr., Jesper Horstead, and yet again, we found this out yesterday, but Eddie Goldman is inactive I mean, J.D., what are we to make of Eddie Goldman at this point? Yeah, well, I mean, it's, they're not making much of him, obviously. I mean, he did practice limited on Wednesday and Thursday, and then he doesn't practice on Friday, which is the, the walkthrough day. So, obviously, that injury, that knee injury, continues to not, you know, not respond the right way. So, that's a big, that's a big you know, hole in the middle of the defense that they have to fill. And, and let's not also glance over Jeff Sean Gibson being out today. Right. You know, that injury happened to practice this week. On a Wednesday, he was limited to not practice the rest of the week. I mean, that's your starting safety who used to play here in Cleveland. He had the one of the infamous pick sixes against Cutler back in the day in that game <laughs> the last time they played a regular season game here in Cleveland against the Browns. So for him to be out is is problematic. You know, they like DeAndre Houston Carson. They've been playing him as the safety in their dime package. But not to have a veteran presence back there against a really good quarterback who's getting some weapons back today I think that's obviously going to be something you're going to have to watch very closely how how much do you think this defense can kind of ride some momentum from last week and continue that against a a dangerous offense with a few more weapons and and their ability to stop the run because that's going to be where where things start for this D there's no doubt Deion I mean Chubb and and Kareem Hunt are terrific running backs and that's going to be a, a chore for the Bears defense. I do think you can ride some momentum, though. I'm a big believer in that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I like the fact that they really flipped it on defense last week and had all those takeaways. Now, again, it was the Bengals. 
Um, but the Bengals had a lot of weapons too. You know, mm-hmm. that, that was a, that's a team that really came loaded um, with offensive weapons, kind of just like the Browns are. So I, I think it's certainly a possibility, and um, they need a – I mean, what's going to really help today with Justin Fields would be if they could play complementary football and get a great game from their defense. That, that would really go a long way towards settling down whatever nerves he may have. And I know that he said this week that he doesn't get nervous and he hasn't been nervous since high school. But, I mean, it's your first NFL start. Right. You're coming back to the state of Ohio. There's going to be a lot of people here that have a lot of interest in you. There's, there's going to be some, I'm sure, a little bit of butterflies. But if the defense could play like a play last week, wow, that would really, really help him out uh, tremendously today. J.D., have you had an opportunity to gauge the confidence level by the local fans in Cleveland there because the expectations for the Browns are very high this year. They came out in the opener against the Chiefs and played very well for two and a half, three quarters before Patrick Mahomes came back and put it on him. And then last week they they win, but you know it was a game that they certainly were expected to win against the Texans. So... What is the confidence level from Cleveland fans right now of this Browns team up against a quarterback that you mentioned? They know well the uh, Ohio fans. Maybe maybe some Ohio fans are a little bit, uh, you know, conflicted because yeah, Yeah. because like you know, I I mean, Dion can attest to this. I mean, the only maybe the only football team bigger than the Browns is Ohio State Uh, in Cleveland, right? Correct. And Buckeye fans. Do not play. They know what they're uh, what they're looking for. So uh, I'm I'm I think that this. This is a very interesting mental state for Justin Fields to be in heading into this one. Yeah, I agree. So I, I did take my tour of uh, Cleveland radio this week, as mm-hmm. I usually do, mm-hmm. uh, leading up to a, a road game. Um, my uh, impression is that they think their defense should play very well today, that they respect Justin Fields, but they don't believe that in his first start that he should come in here and win. That, that was sort of the impression that I got. I mean, there's a lot of respect for the Bears defensively, what they did last week, and I always tell them, well, maybe you didn't watch week one because that was burned the tape <laughs> awful. But that, so, so, again, I'm not saying I don't sense like this overwhelming overconfidence or anything, but the sense that I get is they believe that defensively they're going to have the answers to fluster fields enough where the Bears don't walk out of here with a victory. How about congrats to uh, Odell Beckham Jr.? He's, uh, I believe, you know, he was taken off the injured report the other day. Yeah. He is expected to play today. So what are the expectations for him? How many snaps do you think he'll be out there today for the Browns? I, I bet he'll play a sizable amount. You know what? Interesting, Jeff. I had someone ask this question the other day. They go, what is Odell Beckham Jr.? Like, what is he now? Is he still great? And my response was, well, he used to be great. That's for sure. You know, but money changes people. When you get that big contract, sometimes things change and you get traded. Um, but, you know, I haven't, I'll be honest with you, when you talk about storylines for this week, that's a big one for the Browns, but I don't think they're talking about it a whole lot. It's almost as if they're to the point where it's like, okay, dude, show us what you got, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you come here, you got big reputation, you got a big contract. You know, there's always been the whispers of them being traded again. Show us what you can do. So I, I would guess that he will. I'm watching him out there in warm-ups right now. My guess is that he'll he'll play a, a good amount, and, and we'll see if he can make some contributions. I know for the for that offense, it would be a huge lift if he could. Well, money changes people. Eddie Goldman called and said, "You're right. <laughs> You're right. Changes the motivation." <laughs> I haven't played since 2019, <laughs> right? Yeah. And I'm still getting money. Oh my gosh! All right. So, um, I do you think though? I I know the Browns believe they are a better team. Do you think they're a touchdown plus better than this Bears team? That's a little rich right? for me. 
that's a little much. I, I picked them by, I think it was three or four. Again, we, we turn our predictions in on Wednesday, and by Sunday I can't remember anything that right. we did uh, for ESPN.com. But, I, yeah, that's a little much. I think the game will be closer than that. I, I think three or four points is probably a little more in line with where this thing is going to finish up. Do you sense an energy? I felt, J.D., when they announced Fields as the starter, I felt a shift in in energy just talking to players. Do you feel that around the Bears, like everybody's excited for this moment? Yeah, I think so. You know, Dion, it's, it's so hard, though, with our access. Right. You know how it is, right? Like in the like back in the day, you could go in the locker room and you could go for just from player to player and really get a sense of what the mood was like. You could take the temperature. Yeah. Now with everything at the podium and there's only a couple of guys available, it's really hard to kind of get that like overwhelming canvassing of, okay, this is how everyone feels, everyone's right. fired up. But I think it's I think it's pretty obvious that they're excited. That you know, they've been talking about him for a long time. He's been practicing very well. Um, he can make a lot of big plays, they believe. So I, I think I think the excitement level was there. I just wish that we had the ability to bring people a little more insight into really how the entire locker room is feeling. But until they open that back up to us, unfortunately, all we get are the podium stuff. And right. as you know, Deanne, you don't really get to choose sometimes who comes to the podium. So you're, no, you're, you do you're not, not always getting <laughs> the guys that you want to get to, to give you the, the response. But I would just say probably to be, to be pretty generic here, I think everyone is, is pretty excited to see what Fields can do playing four consecutive quarters. Jeff Dickerson joining us for another moment here on ESPN 1000. All right, J.D., Matt Nagy has been steadfast in his insistence that if healthy, Andy Dalton is the starter. The question is, well, no, I I agree with you, and I think any person who is astute can see through that. It's a no-lose comment for him because he can always pivot off of it. But my question is, how poorly do you think Justin Fields would need to play to actually make that statement true? Very poorly. Very poorly. But but I I think what you do is when you make that statement, you give yourself a little bit of an out just in the event it really goes south and he really plays poorly, which I don't think he's going to. I mean, he, he's played. You know what I mean? You saw him against the Rams a little bit. You saw him last week. Was it perfect? No. Were there some, some good moments? Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, you know, I don't think it's going to go that way. But I think what he did is just in case it does, you could always say, well, the plan was to go back to Dalton anyway, so it's not as if we're benching fields for his performance, which they would be benching him for his performance if they ever went back to Dalton. So I would say Justin Fields has a pretty long leash here. And you saw Schefter report this morning that the Dalton injury is going to probably keep him out more than just one week. That's been the expectation now for a little while. So, yeah, I think it would really have to be just a catastrophe for them to go back to Dalton at this point. Why insist so much, though, J.D.? Like, that's what really bugs me. It's like, it's yeah, like they and the, stumbled. And the weird double yeah, back. Yeah, weird, they, weird you know, double kind of, down. Yeah. Yeah, that was kind of strange. Well, you know, Dion, sometimes the messaging isn't always on point. <laughs> uh, but, and that's just, you know, putting it very diplomatically. I don't know why. I just think, again, he's doing it just in just in case. It's like a glass in case of emergency type thing, but I don't think that anyone plans on going back to Dalton after, especially if it feels plays well today, then there's no chance. All right, J.D., as we spring you here, give me a prediction on Justin Fields' numbers. I want pass yards, okay. rush yards, okay. total touchdowns, and INT. So pass okay. yards, rush yards, total touchdowns, interceptions. Pass yards, 175 Ooh. for pass. Okay, For rush, 72, mm-hmm. a no, tu- no, no passing touchdowns, mm. one rushing touchdown, 
one interception. And there you have it. He'll probably be the exact opposite of that, but there you have it right here <laughs> from the hallway in First Energy Bank Stadium that I'm standing in. All right. Well, Very we pedestrian. Both, we both wrote it down so okay. we can hearken back. There are receipts now. So You know, there's only one way to go but up. Well, not, not really. You could go really. down. What I'm saying is I'm just kind of setting the bar at a decent level, which I think he can attain today. I think he can, too. I think he can, too. This is going to be fun. I'm not going to lie. Those are very pedestrian numbers. And uh, well, I, we, I think, Jeffrey, just, I mean, I know you yeah. think he's going to go for 400 and everything. You I'm and Sylvia have got the party plan for after the game. But, I mean, this is reality. This one is total, total touchdown? Start. We've already said it here. Ready for his first NFL start. Not ready to be an elite franchise quarterback, right? Boy, I'm working we with a couple of buzzkills. My God. <laughs> It's early. Realist, but buzzkills. No <laughs> happy right, well, fields have fun day with for Sylvie you. After the game, you and Sylvie just all paint each other up and have a good time. And yes. just remember the pedestrian okay. numbers that Deanna and I were talking about. Just Neither remember. of you will be invited to our Justin Fields party. <laughs> oh, no. We have work to do later. Yes. JD you guys and I go work. have work to do later today. We have some serious television packages to we produce do. on the fly job. I don't know about you going over to Sylvie's mm. house and probably have to Hanging bring your own food. Later. Okay, Deanna and I got some serious work We got to do. stuff to do. Sylvie and I will be getting <laughs> drunk on the Bears Kool-Aid while you two go ahead and be your, your usual stuff. All right, J.D., enjoy Cleveland, my friend. <laughs> okay, always guys. enjoy Cleveland. Have fun, J.D. Pleasure as always, guys. Jeff Dickerson covers the Bears for us at ESPN 1000 and, of course, for ESPN as well. I'm Jeff Miller along with Deion Miller. What are your expectations for Justin Fields? Give me the stat line. Pass yards, rush yards, total touchdowns, interceptions. Let us know Are you ready for uh, his NFL starting debut against the Browns today? Want to hear from you, the Bears fans out there. How excited are you and jacked are you? And also, Dion, I want to know what your confidence level is in Matt Nagy based on, and the scale is going to be former Bears coaches. All right, I will give that to you next. This hour is brought to you by Northwestern Football, Chicago's Big Ten team. Join the Wildcats at Ryan Field this Saturday when they host Ohio at 11 a.m. Tickets on sale now at nusports.com. It's time for another episode of Miller and Meller, America's favorite Bears pregame. The ESPN Chicago pregame show. Here is ABC7's Dion Miller and fantasy guru Jeff Miller. All right, since I'm the fantasy guru, Dion, let's put it into fantasy terms. What are your predictions for what Justin Fields will do today? I want pass yards. I want rush yards, total touchdowns, and interceptions, if any. Okay, this is fun. I just did this on the fly. I'm saying he passes for 210 yards today. That's what I'm aiming for. Mm -hmm. Uh, Rush, 81. I think he has one rushing TD. I think he has his first passing touchdown today. I know the wide receivers are excited to see who gets to be the first. Mm -hmm. Um, They're excited about that. And I think he throws two picks. Okay. Because I think he's throwing more because I'm not sure they're going to be leading. So So that's where I'm at. So Dion has him going for 210 passing yards, 81 rushing yards, two total touchdowns, one passing, one rushing, and two interceptions. Yep. All right. And I'm going to create this on the fly here. Haven't really thought it through, but (laughs) I am drinking the Justin Fields Kool-Aid. I think Matt Nagy is going to have a game plan that is going to allow him to excel. We're going to see a lot of big splash plays, explosives from Justin Fields. I've got him going for 272 passing yards. Wow. 79 rushing yards. So right around, you've got 81. I've got 79 right there. Three total touchdowns. I'm going to go one passing, two rushing. Okay. And then I have one interception. 
let's call it a deflected ball by Miles Garrett where wow. uh, someone comes. I'm getting very right specific down, yeah, here. You are. That is and that's very you specific. You better believe if he throws a deflected interception by Miles <laughs> Garrett, we are going to hear that next week. Did I mention that I called this week three at Cleveland? <laughs> yes, yes, she did. And do we give Deion Miller full credit? Because I'm asking for 85% credit. And I think that's, that's a little aggressive. I'm not going to uh, no, lie. No, it's not. I, I, listen, I cannot... I cannot deny that you are correct. His first career NFL right. start comes against Cleveland week three, but it is solely based on the fact that he's injury. So I'm I'm willing to give you 50% how injured is credit, really? Dion. I'm, <laughs> I'm 50%. I, uh, 50%. 50%. If this were a Vegas ticket, yes. Dion's cashing the full amount. She yes. absolutely uh, is. Of course there's I no, am. There's Thank no you, doubt about Tyler. it. No, no one is denying her. The ability to cash. (laughs) But no, we're we're getting nuanced here. It's the ESPN Chicago pregame show. (laughs) Nuance. We don't just come out here and tell you, oh, Deanne correctly predicted, even though she did, that Justin Fields would make his even first career did, start. You just said I did. I d- yes, you full. So let's just go with the full credit. My goodness. Is it that hard to say? I was right. You were right. There. Okay, we're done. You no, were right, but. No, you no, were right, but. No, She's Deanne Miller. I'm Jeff Miller. We will continue to debate this. We'll let you hear from Matt Nagy. What is the plan now that Justin Fields is under center? Is that going to change the offense? Um, and Jason Peters, who we've talked a lot about on the pregame show, who was good last week, tells us about the difference between blocking for someone like Andy Dalton and Justin Fields. We'll do that in just two minutes here on ESPN 1000. You're listening to the ESPN Chicago pregame show. Follow Chicago's home for sports on Instagram at ESPN underscore Chicago. Under an hour away from kickoff for Justin Fields' first career NFL start as the Bears visit the Browns today at First Energy Stadium. I'm Jeff Meller along with Deion Miller. This is your ESPN Chicago pregame show brought to you by 3Chi and Valparaiso University. As always, you can watch us on Twitch at ESPN 1000 Chicago. Follow us and join the chat. Twitch is sponsored by Pinehurst Resort. All right, Dion. we talked a little bit last segment about Justin Fields and what our expectations or predictions are for his numbers. And I was asking you in particular, well, Matt Nagy laid it out. All right, so he's excited that Justin Fields is going to start. What can he bring to the offense that is new? They're, they're different style quarterbacks. They're different style in their physical traits. They're different style in their mental traits, right? One has a lot of experience, has been in a lot of games, a lot of hostile environments. Um, the other one... This will be his first, truly, in the NFL, where, where it's a week of prep and going. So, but then also you got a guy like Justin that we all have seen in college and now here in Chicago, uh, the traits that he has when he escapes the pocket, um, the way that defense has got a plan for for who he is uh, because of his speed as a quarterback. That's rare at the quarterback spot to be able to throw like he can and do that. So there is excitement for us. Um, with that said, as your backup when he comes in like that. You know, sometimes you can get in a position in that quarterback room where you have a guy that uh, doesn't have all that, you know, doesn't have the experience, doesn't have the traits, and it, it can be difficult. So there is Matt Nagy talking about, you know, the differences with Justin Fields now that he'll be under center. Mm-hmm. Your thoughts about Matt Nagy. And I guess here's my question. I put it out there on Twitter. What are your, what's your confidence level in Matt Nagy, and I did it on the scale of former Bears head coach. Oh, I love this already. All right, so, go. So the, yes, so Bears fans, feel free to weigh in. You can check it out at Jeff underscore Meller. And Dean, how do we follow you on Twitter? Uh, at D Miller 
ABC7. There you go. So I had to think about it. No I worries. never really look at my handle. ABC, uh, I think that's right. <laughs> of course, you can find Deanne. You should be following her already, but if you're not, uh, check it out. D Miller at ABC7. I'm sorry, at D Miller ABC7. I'm at Jeff underscore Meller. All right, so what is your confidence level in Matt Nagy right now? And the oppor- the your choices are oh, I love some, which would be lovey. Okay. It's waning. And I put that down as Dick Geron. Okay. And I did this on the fly, so perhaps that's why I put Dick Geron twice. But <laughs> I put little, I put Geron wants that because there was a, there was a, a time there where Dick Geron, you kind of had confidence in him, uh, but then eventually that went away. So I put little as in Geron and wants that. And then I put none, Tressman Fox. Okay. What is your level of confidence right now in Matt Nagy based uh. on former Bears head coaches within the last 20 years? I'm going to go little. The Jerron Wanstead combination. Right. Because there are some times where I think Nagy knows exactly what he's doing and he is going to set them up for success. And then other times I'm like, oh my goodness, look away from the play sheet and follow what's actually happening in the game. So I think little is the way to go. Well, you are in the, you are with the majority there. Uh, well, I guess the uh, majority of voters, 33% are saying they have little confidence in the Jerron Wanstead bucket. 26% have none. That is none. none. 26% are already out. More than a quarter of Bears fans are done with Matt Nagy. They have no confidence confidence in him being able to figure this out with Justin Fields. That is the Mark Trussman, John Fox choice. Uh, Scratch my eyes out. Please let it not be that bad. (laughs) 23% say it's waning. And then 17% still have some confidence in him. A lovey level... uh, of confidence let's, in Let's Nagy. give him the benefit of the doubt a little bit in that this is his guy. He has not had his guy mm-hmm. yet. So this is his this is his quarterback. This is what he wanted. This is the one he couldn't wait to get his hands on and couldn't wait to like develop. So let's let's give him a little bit uh, a little bit for that. I'm going to give him just that little. That's why I'm saying a little. I have a little confidence. It, in it. better go well today, or at least not be a complete disaster. It better go well today. Because- it, I don't think it will be a complete disaster. I because we've already seen Fields play. And it's not been a complete disaster. So I think it will be, and, and having even even the opportunity to review some tape, like he had a good chunk of tape last week to review. And he, again, stayed very even keel when things went wrong and was able to recover. So I, I don't think, I don't think complete disaster should even be on the table. No, I think you're, well, I think it's always on the table, but I, I agree guess. with you. I think it's unlikely because as you said, last week he looked pretty good. Yeah. And, and. We all know he didn't have the reps or the opportunities to get out there and practice. He's had now a full week of Mm first-team reps to go out and get comfortable with what Matt Nagy wants to do. You would imagine that Matt Nagy and Bill Lazor, John DeFilippo, will will all tailor this offensive game plan to Justin Fields' strengths. So everything that this week, what we saw last week, which was – certainly serviceable in the win against the Bengals. And again, could have been a lot better had Allen Robinson hung on to what should have been right, a touchdown. Right. Um, you know, we can debate whether or not Darnell Mooney's drop was actually a drop. I know Tom Waddle is insistent that it was not. Nevertheless, it's still a play that seems like it could have been made. So a couple Correct. of big catches there and Justin Fields, all of a sudden his stat line looks a lot better. No doubt. And now he's had the opportunity to take the first team reps and I have to imagine the game plan will be more tailored to him. And so the question is against the Browns this week, which is a better defense, no doubt about it. Yes, they are. And they've got a lot of talent, even though maybe they haven't looked as good as some people had predicted initially in their first two games. The Browns have a lot of talent on the defensive side of the ball. So it could be a bit of a headache for Justin Fields and Matt Nagy if 
your Cleveland Browns live up to what they're capable of. And it's about time they do that, too. What have we heard about Justin Fields since his arrival? Even Keel, right? He he never he he stays very poised. We talk about his poise all the time. The only way that you get get to be poised and calm in those moments is preparation. How many times do people ask you, Jeff? Do you ever get nervous? Do you ever get nervous? They ask people ask me that all the time. Not if you're prepared. Exactly. And that's why Justin Fields doesn't get nervous because he's prepared. And I think he's prepared for this moment. And I think we're going to see that that it's not too big. He's not afraid. And and we're going to see those instincts from a quarterback that has not been behind center for the Bears maybe ever. And to that point, Justin Fields is going to be the 36th different starting quarterback since the Bears traded Jim McMahon in 1989. Wow. That is the second most in the NFL over that span behind only the Cleveland Browns. The Cleveland Browns. <laughs> I know who it have well. had 37. <laughs> Justin Fields uh, at 22 years old will be the youngest Bears starting quarterback since Bob Avellini on December 21st, 1975. That's encouraging because, listen, I mean, it's a game of youth. You know, right. the quicker Justin Fields gets acclimated to the NFL, the I think the faster the Bears take off as a franchise once they have that quarterback that they can finally rely on. So Justin Fields, may, I mean, happy Justin Fields Day. That's basically the take. 312-332-3776. How excited are you for the Bears and Justin Fields having the opportunity to finally, you know, do what we've been waiting for? Like I said it earlier. It finally feels like the Bears season has started. The end. Yeah, no, it does feel like today is is the the dawn of a new era. I mean, it definitely feels like a fresh start. I woke up with that excitement to to watch a game that I I didn't even have on week one. I mean, I and, and I feel like a lot of Bears fans are feeling that. I'm looking at some of the comments that Ryan Pace has made on another radio station that will remain nameless, but he talked about the coach's ability to accentuate the strengths of their players. And with Justin, it's been a collaborative effort. I think that's nonsense. I think it it it, it is Matt Nagy's call. This is all on Matt Nagy. And, and I think Justin Fields is going to be a great quarterback w- uh, in, on his own, on his own. I don't know that how much Nagy, I, I just hope Nagy doesn't screw it up. I feel like that's more the approach we're taking, right? Like yeah. you don't want, you don't want Matt to mess up this great thing that is in front of us. And that's, that's exactly why I had the web poll question the way it is. is. That's the fair, I think right now for every Bears fan out there. Nobody, I haven't talked to any Bears fan who has told me, I'm concerned that Justin Fields was the wrong choice. No, everybody no. is concerned that Matt Nagy is going to mess this up. And Correct. so, if you feel that way, please feel free. This is your pregame show. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. John's out in Naperville, and it looks like he's ready for this. He's been waiting a while. What's up, John? What's up, boys? And Happy Sunday, <laughs> boys and ladies. I'll take it. It's okay, and ladies. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. sorry. I'm no sorry. worries, John. No worries. Uh, I'm sorry. If you guys hear a little scream in the back, it's my son. I'm sorry. He's pumped. Is your but, son uh, is your son pumped for Justin Fields starting today, John? It sounds like it. Super pumped. We got him. As, <laughs> we got him as one jersey. Yes, we're ready awesome. to go. We're, we're getting it. I cannot wait to see what this kid can do. Uh, this is the most excited I've been since we got Jay Cutler. Wow. And I just like as bad as Nate's play calling is bad. Mm-hmm. I think Fields. I think his skill set can overcome a lot of deficiencies. We're like just moving the ball and being, you know, running the ball. And he, he looks, I thought he looks pretty good. Missed Mooney like a few inches last week. Alan Robinson with a big drop. I'm just like, once they clean it all up, I'm just super excited. I'm pumped. I haven't been this pumped in a long time. I completely agree, John. Totally agree, John. Totally I, agree. And he, he said it, Deanne, right there. And he, 
the way this came about. When they signed Andy Dalton, yes. I was completely dejected. Uh, I was like... We all were. I was like, all right, you went out and you signed Andy Dalton, something that I thought you should have done the previous year instead of giving up draft picks for Nick Foles. Correct. But you did that, and then you made it worse by going out and signing Andy Dalton because the Nick Foles situation didn't work out. I was completely... You know, when they signed Dalton in March, I was dejected, and I had not been... The, this down about the Bears in a long time. I can't even remember. Wow. But, like, I was completely out. I was like, this is going nowhere. Andy Dalton's not not the solution. It was, you know, we were still, you know, three years into Trubisky and Mahomes and the nightmare that that was. (laughs) And you were trying to find your way out of it by signing Andy Dalton. I was dejected. And then, in April, they were fortunate enough that the Giants were willing to trade away the 11th overall pick Dave Gettleman, thank you so much. Thank you, I, you so know, much. It really changed the direction and course of this franchise and the Bears land Justin Fields, something I didn't expect Justin Fields to fall as far as he did. No. Like anybody, like Trey Lance, that's fine. Like you can feel like he's the, the next coming, but I was convinced that Justin Fields was certainly had the opportunity to be just as good as Trevor Lawrence. So when yeah. they drafted, just like John said, when they drafted Justin Fields, it completely changed my outlook on this franchise, and it's really the only thing they could have done. Yeah. Realistically, because they weren't going to be able to trade up for Trevor Lawrence. So from my perspective, when they were able to pull off that trade for Justin Fields, it was the only thing they could have done to actually invigorate me as a fan. And today, we're going to get to see his first start, his first NFL start. I'm jacked. Oh, yes, and with good reason. I mean, it's just, it's... It's just it is has re-energized the fan base, and you know you mentioned when they when they signed Dalton, how everyone was so dejected because it felt like you have Dalton and Nick Foles, you have two of essentially the same quarterback, and and where what direction are we going? What are we doing? And now this feels like a firm direction. It feels like they are they are they have got the guy that's going to turn things around. And and I it is interesting what you pointed out with Mitch Trubisky. It was always like you must you you swung and missed. You you moved up and you got mm-hmm. the wrong guy. No one has said that. Exactly no one. No. And so this is on Nagy. He should be feeling that pressure. And there's we have no evidence to fully trust him yet. Today is the first chance to get some evidence. But maybe that pressure is a good thing. Chris is in Buffalo Grove. Uh, he's not He's not necessarily trusting Matt Nagy. Chris, <laughs> what is up? You ready for Justin Fields today? Of course. I want to temper my excitement with just the 30 years of the Bears just being... <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even have a good word for it that I can say on the air, but... I love you, Meller. I, I don't follow fantasy, but I've been with you since you've been on Waddle and Sylvie. I think you're a great addition for Carmen and Yurko. Dion, I watch you on Dan Weeder's little podcast, yeah. so I get to see you guys. Fantastic. Thank I'll you. keep it brief because I did tell Tyler I wouldn't be too long. Um, I'm just, I don't trust the coach. If he could just dig into 2018 a little bit and just do some Santa play, just be unpredictable. If the run is work, run 10 times in a row. You know, just like roll him out of the pocket like he's basically these next three or four games we're going to know if that coach is going to be here for the long haul you guys do great work i appreciate you have an awesome sunday oh chris you're the best yeah i totally agree with you totally agree with you it's gonna this is all gonna be the measuring stick for whether Nagy has what it takes to stick around and i'll tell you you know what thinking about this i'll tell you why this is even a bigger blessing than maybe it's being made out to be we can um, talk about that. And we've also got Deanne Miller's notebook that uh, is a must listen to. Uh, you, I think we're going to we're going to benchmark it right around, you know, 11, 17, 11, 18 every a Sunday. So wow. a must listen to uh, Deanne Miller's the notebook. Pressure. She opens it up <laughs> next. 
This is ESPN Chicago pregame on the ESPN Chicago app, 100.3 HD2 and ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. Dion Miller cracks open her notepad to bring you inside Hallis Hall on the ESPN Chicago pregame show. That's entirely more intimidating than I actually am when I'm reporting, but someone once told me, be a bulldog. I'm going to be a bulldog today. Okay, opening up the notebook. All right, broken record, but Justin Fields' first start. As we've said, there's a big difference between being ready for that first start and being an elite-level quarterback. But he is ready for this moment. There is There was energy around this excitement this week, and now the offense has to be tailored to his strengths. But I think he can make up for even plays that are going to break down. I think he can do it. I think he's going to have a great day. The offensive line has been better than we anticipated. Jason Peters mentioned that it's different blocking for a quarterback like him than it is for Andy Dalton, but they've done it. They've done it already. This, that has to continue to to continue to allow him to succeed, especially with Jadavian Clowney and Miles Garrett on the other side. I, I'm ex- I, Justin Fields is ready. He is ready. The fans are ready. Let's, let's let him run. Let's let him run. All right. Deanna's- See, I told you that was a little more intimidating than I was ready That's for. That's right. Okay, the defense got the bounce-back game that they needed. Here's what I will tell you. Observing at Hallis Hall this week, there was no difference in the way that they talked to and about their efforts than how awful it was in week one. There was no panic. It was all moving forward. They stayed on their keys. There was no pointing fingers. And then they had the success that they did last week. That, of course, needs to continue. Baker Mayfield will take off. They need to stop the run. Things need to be clogged up in the trenches for sure, especially with Tayshawn Gibson out this week. Deion Bush can do it. We love his name. He can do it, but let's see what exactly happens downfield with that secondary. I'm looking for more takeaways to continue. Probably not four, two to three, but what we saw from the defense last week is much more characteristic, much more what they believe they are going to be for this season. Needs to have a little bit more of that. You could see that that confidence staying the same for them, right? Like they were the same confidence after week one as they are heading into this one. So um, I, I, they need to they need to build on the momentum of what they had last week when the defense was really humming. And I assume you mean the, uh, the Dion part. The Dion, oh, naturally. Correct. Okay. Um, dear Matt Nagy, this was a crazy week. You came out on Monday and you talked all about how I'm not going to name a starting quarterback. Then you shifted up your schedule and you said, we're going to name our starting quarterback to get away from the distractions. And in doing that, you so created a distraction. So please stay focused <laughs> on what this day is all about, setting up your franchise quarterback to take the next step in his development. And that is making his first career start. Try to eliminate being cute. Just focus on what he does well. Let him do what he does well. Get the running game going. Don't overthink it. And and set this team up for success. Let's hope that he actually did that. All right. So that is Deanne Miller's notebook. She will crack it open for you during our pregame shows all season long. So make sure it is uh, your appointment listening to because uh, I'd like to hear what Deanne has to say. You mentioned Jason Peters talking about yeah. the difference between blocking. For folks who haven't heard it this week, let me uh, just play it for them. Yeah, uh, it is a difference. You just got to adjust. Uh, with Andy, he's going to hit his 10-yard if it's a deep. If it's a seven-step or a five-step, Andy going to hit it and climb versus Justin. You know, because I played with Mike. I played with Foles, two different quarterbacks. You know, Mike always trying to make a play, so he going to bail out and roll out, not knowing, you know, I'm pushing the end up the field so he can come back and tomahawk. So I just got to adjust. I got to take more kicks when Justin in there. 
just to cut off his pursuit angle because he's going to bail out and try to make a play. And that's what he do, you know, making plays. So it's just two different quarterbacks. You got one that pushes up, and then you got one that's trying to get outside the pocket if you get a little pressure up front. I love that. Jason Peters Thank talking you. about Mike Vick. Referencing Mike Mike Vick, of course, when his days in, in uh, Philadelphia, he had that one year under Andy Reid where he was the most explosive and dynamic mm-hmm. player in the league. He finally reached reach that untapped potential that everybody was waiting for him, you know, Obviously, in Atlanta, he was a great player, but it was for that year, year and a half under Andy Reid when Michael Vick truly became the player. And just to hear, you know, I, had, I, I hadn't really thought in comparison, no, oh, Mike right, Vick correct. and Justin Fields, but to hear Jason Peters, somebody who blocked from Mike Vick, to bring, bring up Vick's name when talking about Justin Fields, just again, uh, makes me excited correct. about the opportunity uh, to watch him be the Bears quarterback. It's just, it's, it's, today is great because... We haven't, our, our dreams have not been turned into nightmares just yet, Dion. <laughs> Don't brace for failure. I'm not bracing. Okay. I'm saying that is why today is great. No, it is why today is great. I, I will say Nagy did quickly correct and say, okay, here's what those two quarterbacks, Mike Vick and Justin Fields, have in common. They're both incredibly talented. And they can they have multiple weapons at their disposal. Now we need Matt Nagy to tap into that. Like, let's see it unfold right now. Yeah. Uh, right now, almost right now, 35 I, yeah, minutes. Yeah, I, I like hearing Peters talk about it more than Matt Nagy uh, dashing correct, my, uh, correct. my hopes. All right, Eddie's in Nashville. Eddie, uh, we only got a couple more minutes because we are off early today because of White Sox baseball. Connor McKnight will have your pregame show for the American League Central Division champs. But uh, you got a couple minutes, Eddie. Uh, try and get to your point here quickly with Mil- uh, Miller and Miller. What's up? It's Henry, actually. Uh, Miller and Miller, one of my favorites. <laughs> Eddie, like, Henry, it's all the same. Totally different. What's up, bud? Thank you guys for having me on. Uh, I just wanted to ask, uh, what can the Bears do to get their, you know, tight ends more open or utilize them more? But, yeah, totally jacked. We got a quarterback. Blackhawks have a goalie. Let's go. (laughs) Well, uh, Marc-Andre Fleury shout out there. Yeah, love it. All right, so the truth is Jimmy Graham, I don't think they can do a whole lot to get him more open. I don't either. He is what he is. Yep. When he's between the 20s, you know, he's Velcroed to defenders. He has a hard time getting open. In the red zone, he has a great catch radius, and he can you know box defenders out and be an option for Justin Fields there. I think the truth is that Cole Komet needs to be somebody that Matt Nagy has to utilize more, and Correct. he spoke about it this week. He said yeah. it's on them, right? It, he, yeah. he understands that, you know, as long as they're winning football games, I'm not worried about what they're doing. The truth is that the game plan is going to be tailored around Justin Fields this week, and I would imagine that... Cole Komet, there'll be a few plays drawn up for him. They'll try and get him the I ball. I think so, too. And, you know, whether it's, you know, using the read option to their advantage, maybe they can get the Browns defenders to crash down a little bit more. And off of that, you can have some options, you know, play action options for Cole, Cole Komet up the middle of the field. That should be something that they're utilizing. I, you know. I would think that they would. I mean, it would make sense. And and I know that he, he talked about it this week, too. Like, he, he knows what he's capable of and ready to take that next step. But this is a young, developing tight end as well. So there are going to be some growing pains with that, for sure. Um, we were uh, talking with Tyler Aki. Tyler, what did you have uh, any predict? What was your prediction for Justin Fields again for passing, rushing? So my passing, I'm going to go with 220 yards, 55 rushing yards, one rushing touchdown, one passing touchdown, and one pick. We were uh, all giving out our numbers for Justin Fields today. And if you want, go ahead and hit us up on Twitter. We'll, uh, we'll monitor those as well. But I, was... I have a tweet I want to read. Okay, real that quick. Someone made a prediction. 
Justin Fields will be 60 of 60, passing for 4,581 yards, mm-hmm. rushing for another 238. Plus, he'll intercept two passes when they put him on defense. Big things are expected from Justin Fields. That was Kevin Whitney. Thanks Ke- for that, Kevin. Kevin, you had me until you suggested that he would intercept <laughs> two passes. At that point, this. you've gone a little bit too far. And, of course, uh, I was talking with uh, Tyler in the IDOT bullpen. IDOT reminds you, driving responsibly in construction and work zones really is a matter of life or death. Learn more online or through social media at lifeordeathillinois.com. All right, so to recap, Justin Fields is making his first career NFL start. Correct. Jeff Dickerson is not as optimistic as me. He's got 175 passing, 72 rushing, one total touchdown, that's rushing, and one interception. Dion, you have 210 passing, 81 rushing, two total touchdowns, two interceptions. Yes. I have 272 yards, passing, 79 rushing, three total touchdowns, and an interception on a deflected ball by Miles Garrett. Do the Bears win? I think so. <laughs> wow. I think so. That I was think a big they're exhale. Going to, I think they're going to upset the Browns today. We're all going to be ecstatic about Justin Fields' debut tomorrow. This How about you? What do you think? This has been sports turmoil for me. You, I know. What about I know. you, you ah! traitor? I think the, Bear, the Browns win. Of I think course. the Browns win. 27-21, Browns the win. The Ohioan <laughs> picks the Browns. <laughs> Don't right. at me. Don't at me. That That's does it I'm for saying. us. White Sox baseball up next. Connor McKnight's got your pregame show. The AL Central champs up next here on ESPN 1000.